the fire. Welcome to Through the Fire, cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today. Talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Marie. And I'm Greg. And welcome to Through the Fire, where we are on the case, tackling the tough issues and the chaos of the culture today with some psychological and theological explanations and applications. Mm -hmm. And today we are privileged to share some really good news from the executive director of Project Hood and the pastor of Beginnings Church of Chicago, Pastor Corey Brooks. Welcome, Pastor Brooks, who is now, why don't you tell everybody where you are right now? Yeah, where are you? Course. So, yeah, I'm on the south side of Chicago uh, inside a tent where I'm staying for 100 days from November the 20th to February 28th. Wow. That's right. And tell everybody what you're doing, why you're there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing attention and awareness to the violence uh, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but trying to raise as much money as possible so we can build a center on this block called O Block. It's called O Block because it's named after a young man named O.D. Perry who was shot and killed. The gangs picked up the O in his name and started calling it O Block. And we decided. We're going to keep the O, but we're going to change it to Opportunity Block. So we're building a center to bring transformation to this whole neighborhood so that we can solve the issues of violence and poverty. Yes, and go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love how you retranslated it. You know, from from what I know what O Block probably signified before, and now it's Opportunity Block. And it's I think that's part of the work we got to do is we have to retranslate some of these things into the real hope that God wants for our people, right? Absolutely. That's that's what we have to do. Uh, take these things that were used for negative and turn them around for positive. Even like our name, Project Hood, sometimes Hood can be deemed as uh, something negative. But we said, you know what, let's flip it and use Hood for something positive. And we use it as an acronym, okay. uh, helping others obtain destiny. So hmm. that's what we're trying to do in our community, uh, change this old block to opportunity block and totally transform the whole community. Right. And one of the things, well, you've talked about so many different things, but when you talk about uh, transforming the community and you talk about destiny, you've often said that a lot of people do not have hope. And so part of the thing that you're trying to do, even with this, is bring them hope and have to see that there's, they can be brightness in the future, right? There's responsibility, there's ownership. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, a lot of times when you live in these type of situations that are chaotic, full of violence, lots of conflict, downtrodden, you can sometimes take uh, a victim's approach to all of it. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying is let's not become victims to, to our surroundings. Uh, let's inspire. Let's encourage. Let's provide hope uh, to help individuals to know that they can transform their lives and that we, too, can help them do it. So we're really all about giving as much hope as we possibly can, even in hopeless situations. And really not just to our community, uh, but part of me staying on this roof is inspiring a lot of people around the country. And I'm finding that out and I'm starting to really grasp that myself and, and yeah. see how I can use that to benefit other people as well. Exactly. Because, you know, sometimes whenever when I thought about this program and having uh, wanting to to share your information with people, I started having people say, well, that's in Chicago. I mean, why are we talking about that? But the truth is, is that this is every city. This is and an attitude. Too. Yeah. And it's yeah. A, this is something that, you know, we all should be concerned with. This is something we all should be wanting to help support and correct. You're Absolutely. you're you're seeding something. Absolutely. It's all about uh, planting good seeds. And even when the the soil is so tough 
especially in these urban centers around America, there's a lot of poverty, a lot of violence, and people need to be encouraged and inspired to know that we don't have to accept it and stay with it. We can change it if we decide to take the mantle to change it. And But one of the things that I'm, I'm grateful for is that, you know, I had an idea that it would just reach Chicago and, and help, but I'm seeing it reach people all across the nation, not just in urban centers, but in some of these rural areas. I get some of the most fantastic phone calls from people uh, just saying that they're inspired and encouraged to go out and help. And that's what it's really all about. Well, I've got to ask a question, too. I mean, because I think you have a, a, a common uh, a person that you love to read like I do, and that's Thomas Sowell in, yeah. in the work that we've done in New York and L.A. and then now in D.C. And But I guess the struggle I always have is, and like I think you're talking about it, you're talking about empowerment. You're talking about t- people looking at their circumstances and saying we're not going to be victims to our circumstances. And that, of course, is easier said than done. You know, we all know that. But empower. How do you deal with empowerment and kind of an entitlement? Uh, uh, and I, I, I think our nation is is moving towards like entitlement rather than empowerment. And you're talking about personal responsibility, empowerment, and that's destiny. That's what I right. think is so great. It is destiny, but it might be a little further down the road. Yeah, yeah. You know, great question. We really preach that. Listen, no one owes you anything. That you are not entitled to anything, but. Uh, to die in taxes. You're, that's the <laughs> now, don't be so uh, truthful. <laughs> you got to take responsibility. You got to have to go out and work. No one is, you know, we teach the little bitty kids early on. Okay. Uh, no one is going to give you anything. You have to work hard to get it. And that's a message that we have to keep conveying. That's a message that, like you said, it, it takes time uh, because people have become so dependent on so many different things and to break them from that vicious cycle is is very difficult uh but when it happens it, it's for the better and it happens for the good and and they never go back to that dependency again once they figure out that right. they can achieve that they can aspire to be all that, that god would have for them to be okay so one of the things like when you were saying about you know inspiring them and and, and empowering them it's easy for us to say things like that but you're actually showing them how they can do it because you're equipping them through this community right. center you're giving them skills you're teaching them to be able to provide for themselves to be self-reliant to be able to be responsible to give to their community rather than being uh, receivers right so that is something about you know you start to value yourself differently you start to value other people differently yeah, I think um, when when you aspire to want more, to do more, uh, it, it changes you. And, and honestly, even me being on this roof um, <laughs> is is inspiring me to want to do more. And, and and I already have great faith and I already have great belief, but I I know uh, my faith and my belief is growing every day. And uh, as as I see people being um, impacted and influenced by what's going on my faith just keeps growing 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 so um i'm amazed at what god is doing myself and and i'm amazed at how god is doing it yeah and it's counterintuitive because your challenge you know it's not just about empowerment so i can feel like i'm doing something but it's i'm I'm doing this i'm using my god-given gifts so that i can actually serve i mean that's what it means to get married and have children you start you know you start giving your life away and then you realize wow that's really where it's at. But so many are being taught today that even even out in the, it doesn't matter whether it's south side of Chicago or around the country, you know, just do for yourself. No, no, no. Be be what God wants you to be, but then in service to others. And that's what you're doing up on the roof. 
Absolutely. You know, the greatest thing we can do is to give our life uh, for others. Right. Um, that, that's when we exemplify Jesus for real. Uh, the fact that he came all the way from heaven to earth to give himself for us uh, when we didn't even deserve it. That's what love is really all about. And I think a lot of times uh, we need to display that as believers uh, to other people that if we really love you, we want to serve you. We want to help you. We want the best for you. And so that's really what I'm trying to live out in my life. I really I really do at the end of my life want to hear the Lord tell me, well done, good and faithful servant. And so yeah. part of that is being a servant. Yeah. And I love that you, you what you just said, because you're talking about infusing your sense of values and your faith and actions, and you're imparting that. I mean, you're modeling it, you're demonstrating it. And I mean, if you were an opportunist, you would have gotten down off that roof a long time ago. I mean, this is not something that you're just, this has gone years that you've been trying to, you know, to help your community. You're invested, you're committed, you're the real thing. And, yeah. I, you know, your wife too, Delilah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. How are you getting away with being up on the roof? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm I am really trying to do the best I can do. Uh, I've been in this community, and I really want to see it change. And it breaks my heart when um, we have to see so many young people being shot and killed. And when you're passing in a neighborhood like this, and you constantly, consistently have young people who are going to jail. You know, just this morning, I really just cried out before the Lord because. One of the kids that I love so much uh, worked for us for summer programs, and he went on to, uh, he was starting a rap career, and he got caught up in a very, when I say a very bad shooting and that would happen downtown, and, and he allegedly was part of it. You know, I just wept before God, and uh, that, so stuff like that, that causes you to really want to help and change the neighborhood because now he's facing life in prison and oh. only 21 years old. And so it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's so many forces that are pulling people down. That's for sure, right? Mm. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I know, like you've talked about, you, you're, and, and you've had some of these young men come on and guest uh, part, you know, in, in your rooftop chats um, that have come back to the community that have been fortunate enough to go to college. Um, and they found a void in pursuing dollars, right? And, yeah. and they said, that, you know, my life has, has to have more meaning and purpose. And they came back and that whole mentorship and modeling and giving back and showing uh, the community that there's another way, that violence and chasing the almighty dollar is not the way. Yeah. You know, um, they hear me say this all the time. And, you know, I try to use as many scriptures as I can with with uh, some of the brothers so that they get it in their system. But they hear me say all the time, what profit a man to gain the whole world and then lose his soul. And then I, then I add to it, what good does it do for your bank account to be full and your soul account to be empty? Right. So, you know, it really is important that they understand that life is more than money. Yes, we want you to be debt free. Yes, we want you to leave some wealth for your family. We want you, want you to bless your, your children. But that cannot be your focus. Your, your life cannot be all about money. It has to have a purpose. And that purpose has to be uh, something that God has called you to that is way beyond you and way beyond. Well, I know what you do, too, though, is you give them practical skills and things like that, too. I worked with a a gentleman out in Los Angeles. He was in in film, 
and he's also an LAPD guy. And that was one of the things he struggled with. He said guys were coming out and they want they didn't have a skill set, so they'd go back to the things where the easy dollar was, which got them back in trouble. But you're yeah. you're, you're tackling that too, and, and our culture needs to understand that vocational gifts uh, and like you know the the, the skill sets of apprentices and things like that, and, and the trades, those things are valuable too. You, but we've got to help. We've got to we've got to take our young men and our young women and say, hey, there's another way to do this. Yeah, we definitely do. That's that's the reason why at Project Hood, we're all about creating skills. You know, if you take a guy off the streets and he that's all he's known all of his life since he was 12, 13 years old, and he doesn't have any skill sets to go into the world to do something different, he's going to ultimately end right back out in the streets doing the things that he's comfortable with, that things that he knows. So we try to make sure that we create programs to give them a trade, to give them a, a educational platform help them start businesses, everything that they need uh, that they can take care of themselves and their families and, and, and live the American dream like everyone else without uh, a life of crime. And that's so important, uh, but it's, it's difficult to do, uh, but, but we're proving that it can be done. And, and you're right, you know, when you said that they'll go back to what they, they know and what they, you know, even if it's not good for them, because that's comfortable, right? That's all they know. So what you're doing is giving them a completely different vision, and you're equipping them, and you're replacing those things with something that's beneficial and something that is uh, going to be a blessing not only to them but to other people. Yes. We tell them, you know, you got to replace the tape. Um, <laughs> if, they, if they keep playing that same tape that they've been playing for years, mm-hmm. they're going to get the same old thing, and that that's what insanity is, mm-hmm. trying to Doing the same thing over and over and over, trying to get a different result. Yeah, and then we sanity. We want them to replace the tape. We want to record something new and give them a fresh new start. Like and it. that's what it's really all about. That's right, and it's never too late to start that. And the thing is, is that when you do that, then that you that, then their children and you know it'll it'll continue on. It's like a raindrop, right, going into yeah. a pole. It just spreads out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, when, when uh, we were working one time down in Angola, and uh, the prison down in Angola, and he talked about the mindset, changing a person's mindset. And you would think, well, you know, if you're already in that kind of trouble, you know, what, what's, how silly, what, what's a mindset going to do? But he said some folks just didn't realize they were God's creation. They actually had value. They and were dignity. human beings. They were. Di- and one guy said to me, he said, I never thought I was a human being. I, and he said, it changed my life from the inside out. And, and that's what you're trying to do. You start with that mindset, and then you equip with skills, and you direct it outward, and now you got a whole different person. Absolutely. You know, if you can get people to understand that they are valuable. Right. Uh, that their valuables don't make them valuable, but they're valuable <laughs> like because that. of who they are, God, and who God made them to be. Um, that is a life-changing, life-changing revelation um, that will help put them on a path. And, and you're exactly right. We have to. It's all about a mindset. It's all about getting them to understand that they're valuable and getting them on that path and heading them down the right road. That's exactly what it's all about. I wanted to say something too because your your whole message. And all that, that you've been doing, even your ministry, and with this Project Hood, it is not it has not been easy. I don't want people to think that it's been easy because right. you've you've been attacked. Right now you're being very supported, but you have been very much attacked and, and your family has been too. It hasn't been easy. Has yeah, it? it's been stressful. Um the, the moment that you come out on the south side of Chicago being a conservative and, and then adding to that that you typically most of the time 
vote Republican and that you are a registered Republican, that's almost like pulling a, a gun to your head on the <laughs> south side of Chicago. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we've had our family threatened uh, during the election of one of the governors that I supported. He eventually won. Uh, we had to, they had to take our family into hiding. Oh. We had to put up for a couple of weeks because of the situation. Uh, our church was broken into. It had never been broken into. Uh, death threats. Uh, the unions picking at our house, picking at the church. If you can imagine uh, the secretary calling you saying, Pastor, hurry up and get to church. There are three busloads of union people here picketing the church. <laughs> <laughs> Those people with calling you Brooks the Crook and yeah. Ronner's Puppet. And, you know, that's hey. that tougher though no you know i one of the things that was hard for me to learn to in the work i never did anything to this level like you but empowerment means that the dependency directors get upset with you and yeah. that was a hard <laughs> lesson for me to learn because i thought they were on my side i thought if we're empowering the neighborhood they would say hey how can we work with you mm -hmm. no 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 they start to get uh upset with you because you're sending kids to different schools you're you're actually they don't need they don't need what they're providing next thing you know you've got a neighborhood that doesn't need them well then suddenly they got a problem with you you're a disruptor exactly. who makes their money off our grievances that's right <laughs> and uh so uh you're messing with their livelihood and they sometimes take it not sometimes but most of the time they take offense to that and um you're right yeah well, even Jesus upset the apple cart that way, you know, when you bring real hope, you know. And so, again, but it, I guess I was going to ask you the question, how I know you get that. And but there's got to be people that start to say, hey, pastor, we we're really on your side and, and we really appreciate this and keep going, keep going. Are you seeing some of that as it emanates out into yes. the community? Yeah. So locally, I'm seeing more and more uh, people pick up. You know, there was a time on social media when I really didn't want to even go social read comments on some. Uh, but now I'm seeing there are a lot of people who are very supportive. Uh, a lot of people who are dropping off donations Good. Uh, here locally in our community from people who are retired and fixed incomes. They've been very supportive. Uh, our church has been very supportive, but also uh across the country the support has been mind-blowing you know i'm amazed at the the text messages just just this morning i'll show you just you know this is me it may not mean a lot to a lot of people but to me i'm like i, I cry you know oh so, i love it this lady this lady is from um from loveland colorado and okay. she sent me the most beautiful blanket i was like oh she made that <laughs> yes she made it oh and my it's like, gosh got a church or school yeah. trees it's real community oriented and so you know stuff like that it keeps you going and it makes you say okay people are being inspired how can you quit how can you give up and and matter of fact i'm i'm trying to figure out how can i if, if i'm really inspiring people yeah. and i'm starting to grasp a hold of it yeah. how can i do even more of this you know right. i want to I wanna be inspired Right. Well, and you are an inspiration. I, you know, it's funny how sometimes you do things, you're like, well, I didn't know that was going to do that. Mm -hmm. We were just at the March for Life, and they were talking about that priest who actually just started reading the Bible, and now everybody's reading the Bible with him. And he he made a joke. He said, I tried two other podcasts for 14 years. They didn't go anywhere. <laughs> they didn't do anything. And next thing you know, I just did this and shared God's Word and shared God's hope. And next thing you know, everyone wants to know. So maybe that's what he's doing. He's putting you up on the rooftop. We'll, we'll try to keep your hands raised, you know. We'll try to just, you know, Moses is up there. We'll just try Thank to keep you. your hands up. Absolutely. <laughs>
Yes. But, I mean, I want everybody to, to go. I mean, you have a, a website that everybody can go and donate uh, directly. And it, it doesn't matter if it's just a little bit. We, we hope it's as much as you can give. We would love to see some corporate sponsors um, go on there. I mean, you have about you have a goal of $35 million to raise, right? Correct. Yes. To yeah. build that building. Yeah. We, our goal is to do it debt-free. And a lot of people ask me, why you want to do it debt-free? And I have to explain to them that uh, in our in our community, debt compounds our problems mm-hmm. and it keeps people in poverty. And we don't want to be impoverished. And we want to spend all of our money on programs to help as many people as we possibly can. And that's kind of hard to do uh, when you're worried about a big old mortgage. You know, I'd rather go into the lives of transforming people. And you and Greg, you were saying something earlier about, you know, him doing this without the government's intrusion. Right. And well, government's help. Yeah. And again, like I said, it. it so much we now are looking for other people to do it for us and the minute other people do it for us then there's a whole lot of fingers in the porridge man that <laughs> that that are messing up the mix mm-hmm. and i think yeah. the hardest thing like you said is empowerment is hard at the beginning mm-hmm. but that destiny is much better at the end and i think you're trying to prove that absolutely you know i really want god to get the credit when all of this is over i don't want the government to get any credit that's uh, right that's right fishing or anyone being able to look at what we've accomplished and said, you know, they were able to do that because of the government or because of us. No, I want us to look at this and I want everybody to know that God only, only God could have done this work on the South side of Chicago in such a fantastic way, because I really do believe that would be the most awesome testimony uh, that come out of the South side in a long time. So I'm, 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 I'm praying and hoping God will do it and and believing he's going to do it. So I've got a verse for you. You you just, it just inspired me because see, our church is not a real big church, only a couple million people in America. That's not a, in in the panoply (laughs) of churches, that's not a big deal. Um, And so I always say in first Corinthians one, you know, Paul says, think of what you were before you were called. And I'll, I'll paraphrase, you were no big deal, (laughs) you know, but Christ has become, he's become your redemption, your holiness, your sanctification. Let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. And so I always say, folks, if you really if you really take that to heart, that means God can take the nobodies of the world, make them somebody so that everybody yep. knows how loved they are. And I think you're just a testimony to that. And I, I think we try to be a testimony to that too. Mm-hmm. But I think that's hey, a great verse, right? Hey, awesome verse. <laughs> it is. And, well, we're and, boasting. We're boasting with you and about, yeah. And I think where you are right now, I mean, you're, you're, if you, you are being successful and you are going to accomplish this. And then it's it's people like you said around the nation will be able to see what can happen, right? You know what God can do with committed people, right? And 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 not that God um, needs me. Uh, I realize God is God all by Himself. He doesn't yes, need me yeah. at all. But I do. I am excited that He's let me play a part, and <laughs> I want to. I want to be a part of it. And so I'm grateful that God is allowing me to be a part of it and allowing uh, me to be used and yes. and and across the country it's a tremendous blessing and it keeps me uh, humble because i know it's nothing that i've done it's it's, it really is because of god yes and everybody can be a part of this everybody can choose to be a part of this they can just go and they can contribute if they can't contribute time they can contribute i mean i mean uh, time they can money you there's all kinds of ways people can contribute to be a part of this right absolutely uh you know people can contribute i tell them time talent and treasures Mm -hmm. Uh, either one of those three. And 
And at the end of the day, we need all the prayer that we can get. And if people would just spread the word about what we're doing at projecthood.org, uh, it'll be a tremendous blessing. And tell us again what the acronym for HOOD is. HOOD stands for Helping Others Attain Destiny. I and love they can follow us on our website, projecthood.org. Projecthood.org. Anything else, Pastor, that you would like for the people to know? No, just thank you all for the opportunity uh, to be on your show. And, and thank you for giving us more exposure. And please, please keep us in prayer. Absolutely. You've got that always for sure. And can you do your traditional closing and then we'll do ours? Yeah. You know, uh, I always tell people every single day, thank you for allowing me to share these thoughts, viewpoints, and opinions with you. Uh, God bless you. God bless America. And until we talk the next time, peace. Peace. And always remember, there are two kinds of fire in the world. The one that burns and consumes. And the one that burns and empowers. May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength to face any fire. Till next time, Little Embers, I'm Marie. And I'm Greg. See See you you soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media. FamilyVisionMedia.org.